0: Craft Beer Radio, episode one hundred ninety eight, on December fourteenth,
1: twenty eleven. Welcome to Craft Beer Radio. we say it loud: we're black and we're proud. I'm Greg Weiss. and I'm Jeff Bear. And we're Tonight, doing black chocolate stout.
0: We are doing a vertical tasting of biblical proportions.
1: I wouldn't go that far. I would. Okay. Eight,
0: eight different black chocolate stuff. Yes, it should be very interesting. Going all the me. way back to 2003. So, we're going to start with the newest and work our way
1: backwards, right? That's should we pop think. these all open and put them in glasses? Is that the way no, you want to do it? No, what I think we
0: would do is... We have them all lined up here. I think instead of putting them all in glasses, I, I was going to use these as like... We to pour them into our tasting glasses. Get enough... And then just pour them into the cups behind them in case we want to go back to it or something.
1: Right? Instead of. We don't want to pour each of us. I mean. All right. Well, okay. Are you sick? I don't know. Are you? No. Yeah, you're the one with kids. You're the one (laughs) I should be worried about. (laughs) Yes, maybe my immunity is hiding my sickness. Could you grab the bottle opener? It's over there. Yes. I mean, we could get. Eight more glasses if you want. I don't know. I'll probably drink them all. I have more reserves. so <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a big night. I like big nights, and I cannot lie. So, this is the latest version. This is the 2011 version of the Black Chocolate Stout, which is, of course, a Russian Imperial Stout. It is malted with American two-row pale malt, caramel malt, malted wheat, and a blend of American roasted malts and barleys, hot with lamet and American phovo, 10% alcohol by volume, 21.7 degrees, Play-Doh, 320 calories, available October through March. And this is interesting. This is one of the only times I'm going to be reading these, but if there's anybody to trust on food pairings, it's probably Garrett Oliver, who wrote the Brewmaster's Table and mm-hmm. other, does all this stuff around around the world he's got a new
0: book coming out called The uh, Brewer's Companion and uh it's supposed to be the the, I've been using words like biblical and epic a lot tonight but I, I it seems like it's gonna be like the tome of of beer information or something like that it's supposed to be huge
1: well I look forward to seeing that uh Food pairings. It says here, served in the snifter glass, Brooklyn Black Chocolate Stout is excellent with chocolate desserts, cheesecake, fruit tarts, and ice cream. It is also a very good accompaniment to strong cheeses. So there you go, Brooklyn Brewing Company, Brooklyn, New York. Too so bad we don't have a spread of cheesecake, and strong yeah? Oh god, and ice
0: cream. Oh, Every, just everything you mentions on a nice spread right here we could sample from.
1: So the smell is definitely a it's definitely smells like an imperial stout. It's got it's got a a sweetness to it. It's got a, a depth mm-hmm. of uh, of roastiness to the aroma. It does not smell particularly astringent. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a there's a hint of alcohol, but not a omnipresent aroma of alcohol.
0: Get some hops in the aroma, too. A little bit stronger than I would have expected, but this is the newest version. Mm -hmm. And I almost never drink these, you know, brand new, so this might be a a new experience for me, is having a brand new bottle of black chocolate stout.
1: It pours extremely dark. Uh, It's got the tiniest of the tiniest of red highlights at the bottom. It has a very, uh, a thin, tan head with very micro-bubbles.
0: Hops are carrying through in the flavor, too. There's some roast there. But really, this is a pretty hop, you know, that Willamette you were talking about. Yeah. I was pretty sure what I'm picking up. Um, well, it's a hop flavor there. But it's tempered with the chocolate malt that's in there. The roast, the barley, and chocolate malt. Uh... It's somewhat reminiscent of one of those black IPAs because of how hoppy it is, but it it's a black IPA mixed in with an imperial style type thing.
1: the The hoppiness with the the roastiness is coming across. I don't want this to. Some people may take this the wrong way, and I don't want it to be, but it's coming across as as kind of a roasted asparagus or um or maybe artichoke, something along those lines. Uh, it's giving a. a a kinda vegetably slash uh lemony uh flavor. Uh it's giving a real deep roastiness that um that comes across very well. It doesn't have some of the sulfury mm-hmm. notes that asparagus would have.
0: Right. I haven't said much. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I figure out what I want to say because I don't want to parrot Greg too much. But I mean, he's got it pretty good. There's definitely that vegetable um, character from the hops. The Hops are very potent in this, and I'll be very curious to see how that bl- fades out year after yeah. year. I bet you the next bottle, which is just a year old, is significantly reduced. But you know, let's see what we'll, we'll get see we'll get there. Um, the malt in this one, it, it's not. It's not so much as roasty as you might expect out of an Imperial Stout. You know, where I would expect something with a little more lingering roast, where this one has a pretty clean finish to it. It's on your your palate, then it's gone. It's on your palate, then it's gone. It doesn't hang around too long. And it doesn't leave you with this big, roasty... And you said there's a very low astringency. It doesn't leave you with that at the end of the flavor.
1: I'm... I'm not sure. I totally agree with you in terms of what it leaves you with. It doesn't feel as dry to me as it does to you. Okay. Um, it, there there's a a lingering um, bitterness from the hops, uh, and a bit of a, of a leftover uh, mixture of resiny mm-hmm. and and roasty flavors. Okay. All right. Going to move on. Let's move on.
0: We're using our saver glasses, which have a 2-ounce pour line on them, so that'll be easy to keep things in check
1: tonight. So we're basically taking shots of Well, <laughs> the here. reason we
0: chose the saver glass, the newest full-size saver glass, is because it's it's only a, um 8-ounce glass, I guess. And if we use the full-size 12-ounce, 16-ounce snifter... With these small samples, our nose would be too far away from the beer, we thought. So we like these when we're doing small samples. So a two-ounce sample and an eight-ounce glass is pretty good um, ratio of headspace to really trap those aromas. And if
1: you're worrying that we're going to be wasting all these beers, we're not. We're going to recap them and uh, enjoy them at later dates. Save them for a rainy day. Or tomorrow. (laughs) Today was a rainy day.
0: All right, so now we are doing the 2010-2011 version of Black Chocolate Stout.
1: I don't really have any indication that the recipe has changed throughout the years, so I'm just going to go with the... The
0: ABV has changed uh, as we go down the line. 10.0, 10.0, 10.0, 10.6 in 2007-2008, and in 6-7. And in these older ones... label changed so I'll look for the ABV on those later
1: okay same color profile same same head
0: this one smells more like an imperial stout to me because it doesn't have that big hop aroma in there you know I'm getting a lot more of the roast I'm getting a little bit of the alcohol You know, if from that candy sweetness, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of sherry oxidation type notes too, Mm -hmm. right? And and really, that's you know, if you say paint me an imperial stout, you know, that's that's the way I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, the hops are almost out of the flavor too.
1: It's a little bit of a wintergreen taste. Almost, mm-hmm. it's it's oxidized a little bit, a little bit maybe too much.
0: Well, that's not a good start for this uh, <laughs> t- vertical, then. I don't think it's too much. I think it's in a good spot right now. But I was hoping we could tell a story where the oxidation came on slowly and maybe peaked later on. But yeah, this is. I don't know if "significance" is the right word, but it, it's it's modest, or you know, it's it's in there. You can tell it's, it's, there. it's,
1: it's detectable. It, there, there's um, there's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a brandyish, whiskeyish kind of kind of twang to it. It's not quite into the cardboard area, but I could see it getting there with relatively uh, <laughs> short periods of time. Hmm. the the roastiness gets lost in that and that's unfortunate uh, because I still think that, that it's there underneath some of those sherry mm-hmm. notes but
0: the sherry and, and the, the booze and the carbonation I think is what is coming together to be that wintergreen type character yeah
1: so that's okay this doesn't Necessarily bode poorly for the rest of these. I mean,
0: yeah, maybe this cap didn't seal tightly. Could be a bunch of things. So, we're gonna move on to the next one here, which is (coughs) 2009
1: 2010.
0: 2009 2010. We should have like came up with a story from each one of these years that
1: <laughs> well what happened in two thousand nine two thousand nine. It was already three years ago.
0: <laughs> I was talking more so like Yankees won the World Series. There you go. I was saying like personal story anecdotes, but you could do news stories too.
1: I I, I remember the Yankees winning the World Series very well. It was it was fun. It was it was great to see some people finally get uh it was, it was great to see, for example... Um, I know people are going to hate on me for this, but it was great to see Alex Rodriguez finally step up in the postseason. Um, it was good to see some people, like Andy Petter was there for, really, his last season. Uh, it was good to see those guys get a get another ring. Good to see Girardi get something for his time. I very much enjoyed that year, 2009. To 2009. chocolate in the
0: aromas, like the first thing I'm picking up, it's kind of a actually it's a, a, you know, black chocolate stout, and if you guys listeners haven't had it it, there's no chocolate added Um, it's a historical name check, 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 check there we go, tube's warmed up again (laughs) Tubes got cold Uh, our, our monitoring went out, I'm not sure if you were able to hear the difference, but we could tell right away um no chocolate in the beer. Uh, it's it's a I think it's a historical um, English term, I believe the the black the chocolate stout, black chocolate stout, yeah, meaning imperial stout. And it does have chocolate tones and notes to it, but it's not. Same ingredient. sort of flavors yeah. that come from chocolate. Yeah, it's not like probably rogue, roughly the same kind of chemicals. Yeah, but not not like rogue chocolate stout or southern tier chocolate.
1: After all, as we know from other beers cacao really doesn't taste like much like chocolate until you roast it anyway.
0: Yep. So in the aroma I find this one has a nice velvety chocolatey aroma. Mm-hmm. Flavor wise. It's um it's a little sharp. It's uh it seems like the oxidation's
1: coming on again. I'm just wondering if that's still my flavor f- taste from from the last one. So I'm giving a little water to drink and see if I can cleanse my palate just a bit. Because the oxidation in the last one was so strong, I just want to make sure it's not affecting my fl- my taste mm-hmm. on this one. And that's still there. It, it's less. There's mm-hmm. less of it. There. There's a bit of a... Of a more kind of aqueousness though to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem like it's not as chewy, but it also seems kind of like a like a drinking chocolate or something like that. It has a right. creamy body to it, and think of you know uh, a not very sweet you know like
1: mm-hmm. chocolate milk type of thing.
0: Yeah, you know not too much sweetness. Uh, just hot cocoa, bigger cocoa. Yeah. Has a certain character like that to it. This one's
1: kind of pretty enjoyable, actually.
0: But, you know, like Greg said it's kind of aqueous, and yeah, I think with these beers, we want a big, full-bodied beer to snuggle up with. Yeah, we
1: want it to feel almost like, again, um, you know, the more viscous, the better. The more it feels like it's, it, it's, it's a, it, it's got just you know viscosity to it. Yeah, as long as there's no clumps. We don't want clumps. Clumps are generally bad in beer. <laughs> or crunchy. I'm reminded of a, a a drink. This was not a beer, but when I was uh, in my late teens, there was some sort of a drink that was in 7-Eleven that I had to try because it was this new drink on the shelves and it had these little balls in it that were just sort of suspended uh-huh. in it. Okay, And I was like, what the heck is that? So I got to try one. And it was gross. It was so disgusting because <laughs> it was kind of like the consistency was a little bit thinner than motor oil. And then there were these like <laughs> balls that were just gelatinous kind of uh-huh. sugary whatever tapioca type okay. ball things it's just like oh, <laughs> never I don't remember yeah. ever seeing that now, I hate tapioca pudding oh you do i I just hate the little the the balls, the gelatinous stuff it doesn't hmm. I love tapioca. I never really could get past that 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 texture difference, so there's a there's a food you found a food that didn't like tapioca pudding, thank you. Go. We are down to 2009, 2008. We're at 10% ABV still. 2008. So this was an important year. This was, of course, the year that uh, Obama was elected as president. It was the uh, year that Allison was born. It was the year Allison was born. It was... It was a very good year... This one doesn't really smell oxidized.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't have that, that sherry-cherry-type notes that the last several have had. Uh, smells very robust and, and roasty in it.
1: Yeah, the hops are, are pretty minuscule in here. They're, they're still kind of evident, but it's certainly not the at, first. At this
0: point, at this point you're you going to hang on to some bitterness, but the flavor yeah. should pretty much be dropped out of it. Where the last one was pretty chocolatey, this one is giving me more of coffee type aromas on it. Now it's a little more
1: um, roast wood, roast wood. Yeah,
0: yeah. If
1: you burn hardwood charcoal, there's a little bit of that aroma in this. And you should only burn hardwood charcoal, please. you don't want that pine charcoal. <laughs> No, I mean... If you, oh, take you mean the, lump charcoal? Yeah, the little briquettes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: They just, you know... The only problem is if you burn natural lump charcoal, it burns up so fast. It burns quick. It, does, it does burn quick,
1: but the flavor is so know, much better. I know, I
0: know, I use it, but man, I, I smoked some uh, steelhead... You know, it's just trout, it's seagoing yeah. trout, almost like salmon. I smoked some steelhead steelhead the other day, and I um, only had it on the smoke for two hours. And you know, like after an hour, the fire was practically out. I'm like, oh god! <laughs> yeah, it's like oh.
1: Where if I was using some Kingsford match lights, it'd burn for like six hours easy. Maybe, but you know, you, for for those you can just use like sawdust for smoking those. You don't really have to use. Well, you need the fire. No, not for the. Because you just want to
0: smolder it. You don't want to burn it. You still have to get the uh, smoker up to, you know, two hundred some degrees.
1: Yes. So
0: you can't just burn sawdust. So you need to you need to have a charcoal fire, and then you put your smoke your your hardwood your hardwood your, your non charcoaled hardwood on top of the charcoal cause right, and you make sure that you make
1: sure those are are have been in water for a long time. Yeah, that's the key, so yeah. that they. So after the show, I'll let you try my trout. It's pretty good. I'd want to. I'm a big fan of trout. Trout is an excellent fish. It's sustainable. This is extra sustainable because my dad's buddy was up in Erie and caught it
0: a steelhead that was like 30 some inches long and gave it to my dad. So we brought it down, we flayed it, threw it on the smoker after I marinated it or brined it for a little bit. Wait,
1: it's only sustainable if if it's farmed. Natural caught by
0: a single fisherman sustainable.
1: Well, I guess.
0: You know, he he he's only he, guy only kept, here's how it's sustainable. He only kept this fish for my dad. The rest he caught he released. So
1: that is, that is <laughs> relatively sustainable for feeding one person. Yeah.
0: yeah, Not for everybody, no. Yeah, no. And uh, so steelhead isn't like lake trout or anything like that. It 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 migrates like salmon. It goes out to the ocean, it comes back and spawns, things like that. Just doesn't quite have all the. uh fatty oils that salmon has. It's a little more trouty, but you know, they're very similar fish. Yeah. In the in the big scheme.
1: Did you let it um stay overnight to get, get the pectin layers on it? Pectin layers on it. Before or after. Before. Before you smoke.
0: Um well I mean it it as a as a whole gutted fish it, it thawed in the fridge and, you know, probably stayed for a day and then I flayed it and I rubbed it with some dry rub, salt and some brown sugar and stuff. And then I put it in my vacuum marinator for a couple hours. And I put it on the smoke for two hours.
1: Probably is good enough.
0: The, uh, I should have rinsed. Some pieces have this caramelized brown sugar on it, so they're a little sweet and candy like. They're still (laughs) good, but it's just not what I was going for. (laughs) So, dessert fish. So that's <laughs> pretty much what some pieces are like. Uh, so in hindsight, I should have rinsed off the, the brine, the rub, before I put it on the smoke. I'm
1: not against the the proposition of certain proteins for dessert. Mm-hmm.
0: I just took the first bite. I'm like, it's kind of crispy and can- like caramelized on top. I'm like, I made candied fish. <laughs> Oops.
1: Take that to Iron Chef.
0: So we were on the
1: uh,
0: 2008-2009, and we said earlier, I haven't tasted it yet, but we said it doesn't have much oxidation, or no oxidation, in the aroma compared to the previous ones. Mm.
1: Deeper. Mm -hmm. Aqueousness is gone. It's got the viscosity back. See, I thought it still had a pretty thin body to it,
0: but... I'm not gonna knock it because the flavors are good. It just doesn't have a very yeah full Th- this body. This
1: is this is a very this is a very hug you beer. I think this is a comforting, roasty, by the fire, archetypal, almost uh, imperial stout. Really, because it really brings across those those great flavors. It's got the the roastiness, The it's got bitterness without a lot of vegetabley hoppiness. Um, it's got the the prune, um, the the plum. I'm actually the, those getting fruits. I'm getting some raspberry, but not like the
0: whole raspberry. Like try to take out the sweetest, take out the sweetest one third of a raspberry, and you're just left. You know, like you're getting the and take out the tart. I assume no, no. I'm, I'm getting like think of some of like <sighs> some of. I'm like I don't know. I was getting some like. Something reminiscent, maybe of like raspberry skins or something like that. You know, like maybe where you juiced most of the raspberry and just, you know, you're eating the skins or something. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and there's still some raspberry in there, but it's like most of the raspberry has been squeezed out or something. So
1: you're just eating the pulp. Yeah, raspberry pulp. That's it. Not, Not showing up on my radar. I kinda see where you're coming from, so I guess okay. a little bit on my radar. Okay. But It's not how
0: you'd describe it that no, way No. Okay. I,
1: I I don't think I would describe it that way. I, I think your skin analogy is good, but I think it applies more and it's more easily applied to say a grape skin. Well,
0: see, I, I stayed away from orange pith or grape skin. Because it really does you know, when we use those in the past they they tend to mean certain things and i thought this yeah. m- this tasted more like the 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 dusty you know like you pick a fresh raspberry or blackberry it has some of the wild yeast on it it has a dusty flavor and you get a lot of the skin taste when you just bite into it and that's kind of what i was tasting Well, that's what you're tasting on a grape i mean this is it grape yeah. skin is those it's that yeast yeah i don't know When I, I i don't know to me it's raspberry and not grape
1: Well, let's just go with with skinny. Okay.
0: <laughs> a, some kind of singular's form that yeah. covers a fruit,
1: protects it from the elements. Hmm. I'd, yeah. I. I mean. I. Maybe a, a a kind of like fruit leathery, type taste like a fruit roll up. I mean
0: that maybe's. You know, my uh, I went through my sample already, so I can't look for that. That's not what I was thinking of. But I mean maybe that's in there, maybe there's more if you want to take another sip. I know, but there's four more beers to taste. <laughs> Being careful. Alright. We can always go back. When we start figuring out what we like best, you know, then I wanna taste other ones and do that. Okay, so now we are back to 2007, 2008. 2007. So this is actually, you know, released closer to Allison's birth than the last one. This would have been released in December, so it's only, you know, four months from now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Having a baby. It was released in December, I thought it was released in October. Oh, well, maybe.
0: That's, and when, they, that's when
1: they say October is your sure. March.
0: Okay. Jerks. Okay. Um, it's it's the end of the year you know, this slash that. So, I so this is we're in two
1: thousand seven. What what do you remember about uh, two 2007. seven? Twenty o't 20 o't seven.
0: Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to go back and look at my. What
1: like, we need is, an I love the aughts. You know, to show up and, and give us little clips like, you, "Oh yeah, that," you know, "Oh, that's when that particular you know Stup- song stupid came bad out."
0: Things, yeah,
1: yeah, that was probably. I'm I'm guessing that's like when Miley Cyrus peaked. <laughs> um,
0: if only if we had a tool to tell us. Yes.
1: What happened. If only there was some sort of international network of information. <laughs> uh an internet, if you will.
0: Alright, so... You Google for 2007, they give you a
1: Wikipedia. <sighs>
0: it's International Polar Year.
1: Okay, that that's good information.
0: See, they don't really have anything... They don't have the most important events. It's all chronological, so it, I don't want to troll through that and waste too much time. There was a... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, they have it by category, but every category is chronological. So thank you, Wikipedia, for being useless. And and useless for, you know... Back to the beer, because I don't want to be one of those podcasts. All right.
1: This one smells very clean. Okay, 2007 was the year the first Transformers was Uh released. Uh, Uh, No Country for Old Men, a very good movie. Highly recommend that. Are you playing the Letter Bolton game on me?
0: No, I'm not. (laughs) Again, this aroma is not oxidized. So, uh, why did we hit a string of two in a row that were, like, over the cliff when uh, these the two after it have been pretty cool?
1: I'm really not sure.
0: Similar to last one, it's not... So, last one I thought I was getting a lot more coffee than chocolate. This one's kind of going back towards the chocolate a little bit in the aroma. You know, we got some barley roast... But I'm getting like a dark chocolate you know like one of those like 70% cacao bars type thing hmm.
1: so this was the beer that was brewed at the dawn of the financial crisis back in the heady days of
0: of pre-financial crisis of uh, Alan Greenspan
1: excuse me hmm
0: Flavor is not what I was expected at all. Tart cherries. Like, pretty. Like, first thing that hit me is like really a tart cherry.
1: Hmm. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's almost a. There's almost this kind of cherry Coke like flavor to it. Um, I actually have
0: some from my neighbor's cherry tree. I had some frozen cherries, pie cherries, you know, tart cherries. And, uh, I have them thawed in the fridge upstairs right now because I've been using it in smoothies in the mornings and whatnot. Because I don't know, what I, I, I use some in a beer, and then I wasn't trying to do the rest, so I've just been eating them, and it, it tastes just like this. I mean, it's just a tart cherry right now, which isn't really, you know, it, is it, is it oxidation? The aroma doesn't have it. I don't. I think it's spoilage, but it is kind of tart
1: and tangy. I like a, I don't think it's a wild. I don't know. it's, not. it's I don't think it's 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 not what was obviously intended for the beer, but it yeah, doesn't yeah. have. Uh, no, th- this is is this a ten point six? Yeah. So this is a different recipe. Um, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Sure, and. There's, there's a, yeah, there's a different focus here. Um, whether or not, you know, it's hard to say. I don't think it was necessarily intentional to get a tart cherry here, but there's definitely that flavor coming f- foremost, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's overpowering the, the roasty notes. But it's not bad. I actually kind of enjoy it.
0: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what's causing it, because it is not a little tart, or the appearance of it being tart. It is tart. And I I suppose, I mean, it's not vinegary, it doesn't really taste like a yeast infection, though. Like, it doesn't, there's no funk, there's no, I mean, if it was an infection, it was the perfect infection, right? Because it's so clean, there's no ragged edges on it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what's confusing me. Actually, it reminds me. You know, like think of like Bell's Cherry Stout. It almost tastes like cherries were added.
1: It Doesn't does. It? it does. It has it because of the acidity wow. that's in it. It's very tart and acidic. That's really interesting, but it, it's it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's very enjoyable. Actually, the it's more probably
0: more enjoyable than
1: cherry. Than Bell's the, the, cherry Stout. the more I taste it, the more I enjoy it. it mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you know there's no chocolate added to these. You taste, but you taste a little chocolate. There's no mm-hmm. cherries added to this. You taste a little cherry somehow.
0: Some but of those... Uh, tasting cherry and getting cherry acidity is two different things. and like, that, like That's what's confusing me. Okay,
1: so 2006. 2006 was an interesting year. Do you remember who Time's Man of the Year was in oh, 2006? That's,
0: that's always a good way to do these. We should have lined up all the Men of the Year, you know, the protester this year.
1: Mm-hmm. It would have been very timely and topical, too, since it was just announced last night. Well, I, I don't know if you remember, but um, I was the 2006-time Man of the Year. Were you? And so were you. Okay. Because 2006 Man of the Year was you. Oh. It had a Mylar what? cover, so what it had a little... cop-out. Because it was like about how YouTube had come on the scene. And, and how did and Steve Jobs get screwed by the protester? <laughs> because Steve Jobs wasn't all that important to the year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feared he was a shoo-in, but... Because Steve Jobs was just a dude who died.
0: A, uh, you know, everybody a, dies, A right? dude
1: who made, who made some important assess, but did he really co- contribute that much to this particular year? No. Was he worthy of news coverage? Yes. Siri, man. He put out Siri. Yeah, you want to tell me about Siri?
0: (laughs) Let's talk about Siri. We'll talk about Siri later, if we remember, because there's not much to talk about.
1: This was the year that uh, Britney Spears broke up with Kevin Federline. Oh, man. Whitney Houston broke up with Bobby Brown. Charlie Sheen broke up with Denise Richards. And Dick Cheney accidentally shot his friend (laughs) in the face with duck pellets. Oh. The number one movie of the year, 2006? The second Pirates of the Caribbean. Number two
0: movie?
1: Night at the Museum. Mm. That was a fun, fun little job. Didn't see it. The The movie that... Uh, the best movie I see on this list <laughs> <laughs> that the, of the top ten movies is probably... I didn't see... Any of the animated ones, but I would say Casino Royale on this list, okay as number at number nine <laughs> easy year, huh yeah, well, that's just top box office that's not mm-hmm. necessarily top movies, right mm-hmm
0: okay, anything on the aroma it's a mild aroma. I don't no time really picking on anything in particular.
1: kind of the, the the barliest, the grassiest of the bunch. I mean I get a a
0: little hint of roast here and there, but I'm really not getting much aroma. I'm gonna jump
1: into the flavor here. Some songs from two thousand six. Um You're beautiful you're beautiful oh, that don't one sink. the James Blunt one and uh so you had a bad day <laughs>
0: that's been around for five years already yeah oh and of course
1: I'll bring in sexy back
0: <laughs> Greg recaps the hits in
1: the post show <laughs> <laughs> well I found a good page for this so I figure here we go it's good to get this information along with the beer gives you context
0: <laughs> what was on Garrett's iPod the day he mm-hmm. brewed this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he go watch the night before at the movies? Hmm. Wow, I'm getting a lot of chocolate in this one. has a has a uh, has a very late play with the roast too. It comes in nice and dry. It, it it's a, you were talking about like uh, woody before, like a little roasted wood or something like that. And this comes in late. Like, I don't know. It's like...
1: oh, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Sorry, I have to interrupt you, but the Super Bowl champions from this year were the Pittsburgh Steelers. Or as Max would say, football. Football! Anyway, back to the beer.
0: (laughs) Max is funny. We'll be walking down the street or no better yet we we're driving through downtown on saturday to get to the cho- or going from going to the children's museum to dinner and macy's downtown had a bunch of steelers stuff in the window max from his car seat looking through the window sees the steelers logo he goes football <laughs> dude can't miss the steelers logo
1: you think he grew up in a household where all I did was watch sports center give me a little bit more of this I need some more to, to to truly evaluate this one. Some more cowbell. <coughs> oh, okay. Winter Olympics for this year. This is the year that Sean White won all those snowboarding awards. The red-haired dude. Mm-hmm. Right. This is nice. It's kind of a
0: mature version of, of black chocolate style. He's kind of just hanging back, mm-hmm. playing the slow play, giving you a little bit here and there. It
1: it, it has a it, it again has that comfort to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's
0: it's. I think this one has the most comfort out of all. Of them.
1: It's it's more subtle than, than a lot of these other ones. Mm-hmm. It it has had obviously a lot of time to to mature and and, and to you know to to lower mm-hmm. its notes in other ways. Really, not detecting a lot of flaws in this at all. Um, or or off notes or anything like that. It's yeah, it
0: doesn't taste old. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder what was up in the 2009 through, 2000, you know, 2009, 2010 editions that uh,
1: made them, you
0: know, faceplant so hard.
1: I don't know. And again, I don't know whether they totally faceplanted. They weren't undrinkable.
0: They no, were. No, they were significantly worse than everyone's. Yes. Since, yes, that's true. Just looking at the caps here to see if there's any. Looks like it's pretty much the same cap the whole time. I
1: mean, sometimes I guess some recipes are. are it could be just some recipes are better for for aging than others. Yeah. I don't have an answer because we're just not all that. it's familiar with beer science.
0: Maybe the caps aren't sealed as tight. I mean, that's the really the most logical. I mean. Other than that, or there's just something in the formula that makes it more prone to
1: oxidation, right? So what year is this? 5-6. 20-0-5. 5 six. 20-odd-five. 20-odd-five. The, world, the Super Bowl champions were, of course, the cheating New England Patriots. Oh, Those cheaters. <laughs> top the, song? Top song, give me the top song. The top song... Top song. Um, I don't even know this song. I'm trying to find a song that. I Okay, here's a song that I know. back girl from Gwen Stefani. I don't remember how that goes, but I I I, I recognize it. Gold digger, Kanye West. <laughs> I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't going with so broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. George Bush hates black people. This is the year Tom Cruise jumped on Oprah's couch. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Brad Pitt leaves Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie. You like those celebrity breakups, don't you? It's it's <laughs> in- interesting stuff. the The quote of of the year they have here is, "I'm the decider." From George Bush, the person of the year were the Good Samaritans, represented by Bono, Bill Gates, and Melinda Gates. Let's see. Anything else here? That's enough. Beer. Okay. Uh number one movie? Two thousand five was no, no idea. Star Wars Episode three, Revenge of the Sith.
0: The
1: the, the final Ignomious end to, <laughs> <laughs> to the Star Wars franchise happened then. The best movie in the top ten, according to me, number eight: Batman Begins.
0: The aroma on this one—it's another very mild. The beer, I guess, closes in with age, and you don't get a ton of aroma out of it. Uh, a little roast here and there. This one might have a little oxidation on the nose. I'm not sure.
1: It's hard to tell.
0: Let's see. And the tart cherry came back. Our friend of the tart cherry.
1: Hmm. It's acidic again. It tastes like cherries were added to the beer. It does. It's not quite as prominent. It's It's a little more muted, but... You'd expect that. This is a seven-year-old beer.
0: If that's the way that black chocolate stout oxidizes, how can you complain?
1: Yeah. You know? It It oxidizes, I mean, yes. The the first two here, maybe these just needed more time to oxidize to turn into that nice cherry. Maybe, maybe. Um, It really gives this fruited quality to it that's actually very pleasing. It Mm -hmm. it, it tastes a lot like um, uh, Three Philosophers. It, yeah, yeah. It has that kind of. It
0: has some three philosophers. It has some of that bells bells cherry stout. It it it, it seriously like, tastes like there's a see, fair amount of cherries in the beer, and like this has that acidity too, which is what well, I don't get. I, can, I can, you know I've had plenty of stouts that don't have cherries that have a cherry flavor, but it doesn't have that cherry juice acidity. And this one has that acidity again. Or at least a tang that comes across like acidity.
1: Yeah, it it somehow it reproduces that flavor. It reproduces that quality of of having had fresh cherries in it at some point. Not, not we should note syrup, mm-hmm. no. but a fresh cherry flavor yep. from a seven year old beer. Yeah, imagine that. Well, we don't have to imagine. We can taste it.
0: Exactly. The thing I was wondering, and I'll ponder this out loud so we can maybe discuss or at least let the listeners think about it, and that is, uh, shit, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> ponder that. Ponder, ponder this, that. if you will. What was
1: it? Cherriness?
0: All that intro, and I, it fell out of my head. Uh, it was, um, oh my gosh, it's, it's one of those things I'll never remember. Now. Wow,
1: that's that's just too bad. <laughs> Because it was just a nice build-up. It was. It was was a build-up. Here's a big build-up to something you're (laughs) going to... I'm going to slam you in the head with this, and you're going to be like, Bam! That's a a knowledge... Think about this. That's a delivery of knowledge from Jeff Bear. That's Bam! Right in your face. And no. (laughs) It's lost to everybody forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me take a sip of the beer. Maybe it'll come back. Yeah. Let me ask you this question about the beer. Do you think that this beer has a different formulation, a considerably different formulation, than it has now. The first one?
0: I want to say yes, but I'm trying to be a little more thoughtful about it, right? Can can you imagine that 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 this beer, beer, the
1: 2011 beer, turned into that beer? No, I I think it's very unlikely. Yeah, because what we we covered in in the in the pre-show we covered the Higgs mechanism. What sort of mechanism would allow this <laughs> to turn from you know the the kind of roast the the roasted slash somewhat vegetably flavor turn into cherries, tart cherries. We got to buy a case and save it for 6
0: years and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I remembered what I wanted to talk about. Okay, and these tart cherry flavor that we've had in two of these beers. We're doing a vertical flight. We're getting very tuned into the nuances of the beer. If you came in cold to this 2006 and tasted that, would it taste like awesome cherry or would it taste like gross oxidation? You know, how do you think you would perceive that?
1: Well, there's one way cold, to test right? out, at least partially, and that's to try another taste of, let's say, the 20-odd-9.
0: Oh, okay. One of the ones we thought was bad.
1: Right. And see if we're just more tuned to and the oxidation now. We could try that. It's just because,
0: you know, we're, I mean, I think this is very intriguing, this cherry flavor. But I could also imagine someone coming in and having one of these and be like, Oh, my God! It tastes like cardboard. Yeah, and because we're more dialed in, we don't taste cardboard. We taste these the cherries. It, it's an interesting question. I, I'd like to think no, because it seems so pronounced right now.
1: But we have had a, a lot of this beer. I mean, we, we've had, a, we, we've had virtually a bottle each. Yeah, so we've had seven beers, two
0: ounces each. So a little over a bottle. And now the last beer of the evening, two
1: thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand three. So we're skipping a year. Yeah, we're, I don't have the four or five in the cellar. Two thousand three. Let's go back to this two thousand three twenty. Ought three. The let's see the scandals. Elaine Angelina Jolie kissed her brother. Remember when that was big news? Oh yes. Um. Oh, Jason Blair from the New York Times. Is that the guy who got his head chopped off? No, no, no it was Daniel <laughs> no. White from Washington Post. That's the guy who, who who wrote a lot of uh of bad oh fake he made story. shit up. Okay, yeah, he made yeah. shit up. It was a fabulist. This is the year that Britney Spears and Madonna kissed the VMAs. Um, but, ah, Space Shuttle Columbia was destroyed on February first. That long ago. The best film the Oscar winner for best film from the previous year obviously was uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King or I guess no no that was presented in 2004 so it's it's the winner Mm of so yeah I would probably say that's that's that is that is the number one movie of this year and it's probably the best movie on this list it definitely is because I don't Even though I thought it was overlong and overdone. (laughs) Beer, (laughs) beer, 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 beer. We don't care about Lord of the
0: Rings and your critique of it.
1: No, but I think it's interesting to discuss what went on in 2003. The number one song, Lose Yourself, by Eminem. I remember that one. Changed my life. Did it? No. Did you (laughs) you lose yourself? (laughs) Hey Ya by Outkast is on that list.
0: No, that one changed my life.
1: It was a very life changing year, and the person of the year in two thousand three, the American soldier. They do a bunch of cop outs, don't they? We didn't cover the stuff, and well, we can get back to this if we if we do some stuff and sure. sure. But I mean, how, these plural people. Sure, the American soldier, but no, no, it, it, it's it's about the most important. Story. But it's called Man of
0: the Year. It's not called Biggest Story of the Year. Well,
1: I, I think back to 1980. You know what the 1980 Man of the Year was? I don't remember, it was the Machine of the Year, and it was the computer. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, I, I still think it's a cop out. I think the Man of the Year should be more pure. I think it should be.
1: So it who would be you? no okay. stupid women? Okay. No. <laughs> I Who would you I call? I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. Who would you call the the man of the year for two thousand uh, for twenty eleven twenty eleven? Let me think about it while we talk beer. Okay, and we'll come back to that.
0: Hmm, smells nice. It does smell nice. It uh, so this one might have some oxidation coming in, but not that hot, gross oxidation we tasted earlier. This is kind of a nice, mellow uh, sherry, cherry type thing. What
1: else is in the aroma? Some roastiness, some dark fruits. Yeah, they raisin. Little, yeah, yeah, a little raisin. Oh, some prune.
0: That's interesting. That has a cola character to it. Cola and other fruits like prunes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a bridge... It's got be- a little bit of spiciness to it, too. It's almost like a bridge between the tartness and, and the non-tart yeah. versions, right? It, it's a bridge between that, but it actually comes across like the... You know, cola has a lot of um, citric acid and stuff in it, so it, it, that's why the roast in the acid- acidity is kind of coming across cola to me.
1: It's also it has some toffiness to it, too. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, a a sweet um quality to it you know sweet sugariness to it 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 i can taste what what amounts to the beginnings of the cherry mm, okay yeah you know i i can taste sort of the the foundation of that cherry but it hasn't Expressed itself cur- in the same way the other ones. Now
0: thought. I'm curious: is this one just a, a late bloomer? Is it slow to develop the cherry, or is it the, the exit? Is the exit of the cherry turning into something else? I don't think that's likely, but I wanted to pose the question because it is the oldest, right?
1: The oldest one we have.
0: It's quite nice.
1: It is nice. It is quite nice. It's a oh wow, oh I just I just got this sort of enveloping feeling like my whole head was just kinda of like enveloped in this in this pillow. <laughs> pillow of intoxication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. I, I was touched. <laughs> Who's the god of beer? Was it Midas? No. What's Minus that? was a king who touched everything he touched with mm-hmm. yeah. gold. Who do you who do you want to find? The god of beer. Well Ninkasi
0: was the Sumerian god of goddess of beer. No no Greek. Greek Greek Roman. Uh I thought Greek shared with wine. I thought it was uh I think it's the same as the wine god goddess, whatever.
1: Let's see. Yeah, I see see plenty of Ninkasi up there. Ten ancient gods of beer. Let's see what we have on here. It's a lot of them. I've actually been to that page before. Selenus is the Greek god of beer. Okay. Oh, and here we go. Uh, The ancient Greek god of of intoxicating drinks is Dionysus. That's one I remember. Mm -hmm. Well, that's eight... Count
0: them, eight black chocolate stouts. (laughs) My favorite was the black chocolate stout.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, my favorite was... Well, I'm going to disagree with you and say that my favorite was the black chocolate stout. Oh,
0: I don't think we can really do a place by place ranking. It, it's, I don't know. It, I it, it's
1: really hard because it's hard to remember everything. But I would like to try some of the oxidized sure. stuff and see how that measures up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think a ranking would be too useful for people anyway, right? Uh, some of the ol- the oldest one was one of the most complex. Even though I don't think we talked about it too much, but it's late in the show. Give us a break. Um, and then some of the middle ones with those cherry flavors. But yeah, once it, you know. The, the most curious thing is ones that are two and three years old, why were they kinda of junky? And we're gonna go back to one that from uh two thousand
1: nine, two thousand ten. Let's see if if we taste more cherry or if we're still tasting the oxidation here. You know, let's see if, if, if we got used to the oxidation mm-hmm. levels and that's why we started to taste cherry. Tasting now, I'm tasting Dr. Pepper now. Yeah, there's still a sharpness. There's still a sharpness to that oxidation. There's still a... It's um, better than it was. It is better. It doesn't taste as... as. Uh,
0: that's like, you know, when you drink a couple of the good beers, then you start pulling out the Red Dog, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> of course it's better. No, I mean, it, assuming we still have our facilities... In control of our facilities, this one maybe because it warmed or something. I don't know. It does not it taste- warm; it had a chance to, to to breathe Yeah, maybe the breathing helped. It it it's a lot less abrasive than it was. You know, it's still there
1: thirty though. minutes ago. It's still much more abrasive than let's say that the the twenty on three. It's still more abrasive than the, than the twenty eleven. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so weird that the twenty. 20- oh, not so weird. It's fascinating to me. The statement I like to make is that 2011 had all that hops to it, and and all you know it was practically gone and everything else. Because it, I would say, significantly hoppy for an imperial stout.
1: Yeah, but again, I think you know they, they make this to age. Sure, and sure. you can see how it really did improve with age. Although the first couple of years, it you know one or two years didn't do it very well, but then it started to really get get very interesting.
0: So, earlier, first round, first time around, I would say something is up with the production of those. They, they won't turn into these. tasting it again and tuning into that style, maybe they could. I wouldn't say they couldn't anymore. I don't know
1: yeah' it, it, it's, it's very hard to say. I, I would definitely say if you have a, 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 you know one, one of these slightly older ones, save it for a couple more years. Give it some time. I mean, we. I don't know if you have extra. (laughs) If we could taste them in some more four or five years, but I'm
0: not sure which years I have. So, Uh,
1: but at the very least, don't try. I think our recommendation would be just from these two beers we have, which could not, may not be representative of the whole. But our recommendation would be let these let these sit for a couple more years. Yeah, and if you if you like a hoppy flavor in your pale stout, drink the current year. Yeah, and. The current year is not bad at all. None of these, are, I mean, none of these are really bad. The the, uh, the tens and nine were, in my personal opinion, I think the current year
0: has so much hops to it. It it kind I, of loses. I don't. I don't want to say it tastes like a black IPA because it doesn't taste like a black IPA, but it has a bunch of the characters that you look for in a black IPA. It,
1: it kind of loses the whole what we what you want out of an out of a. a a big Russian imperial, which is that, that hug. What, that, what we want? What okay. we? Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. I'm sure a lot of people like hoppy. I mean, Bigfoot versus um, Horn Dog, right? English versus American style. I don't like a fresh Bigfoot at all. I mean, I mean, I don't know. If that's not the right word. I, I would much rather save a fresh Bigfoot for several years. And drink a fresh English style one, then drink that hoppy barrel barley one. Just doesn't do it for me. And same kind of thing here.
1: Yeah, I you know the the two thousand three is really an excellent beer. the the, the twenty out five though may be my favorite.
0: Yeah, the the two that were cherries, and that was the one with the more mellow cherry, right? Yeah, that was two thousand nine. That that
1: was a pretty complex beast.
0: There are some good beers tonight. Definitely. I'm glad keeping these beers around for all this time paid off, because I was seriously worried after uh, beers number two and three. I'm like,
1: we're going to be drinking, like, shoe polish here soon. (laughs) (laughs) So that was Black Chocolate Stout. We hope you enjoyed our show and our retrospective of some of the years in the
0: past. Yeah, See, if we did pre-production, I think it would be fun to come up with, like, personal stories about the years that would have been really it fun. would
1: have been but, but
0: at least we you know you'd just be. you're lucky we're putting out shows <laughs> let's just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> lucky you should be paying us no I'm just teasing have a great week people we'll, we'll see you soon Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah from the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, TheLightsOut.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big enough for the abuse. They never say what you can't hear